looking to sound like you know what's going on in the world? Pop culture, social strategy, comedy, and other funny stuff? Well, join the club and settle in for the Jeff Dwoskin Show. It's not the podcast we deserve, but the podcast we all need with your host, Jeff Dwoskin. All right, Al, thank you so much for that amazing introduction. You get the show going each and every week, and this week was no exception. Welcome, everybody, to episode 118 of Live from Detroit, the Jeff Dwoskin Show. As always, I'm your host, Jeff Dwoskin. Great to have you back for a fighting episode of the podcast. Prepare yourself for hilarity, because joining me today is comedian Judy Tenuta. What? It could happen. That's right. The self-described love goddess and Aphrodite of the accordion is here to chat with me today. We discuss her amazing career and her fantastic movie, Desperation Boulevard. And also, Judy comes with many words of inspiration as she's been kicking cancer's ass throughout the pandemic. And she's here to share her journey from diagnosis, treatment, and partial remission with us, inspire us, and still make us laugh. I'm excited to share my conversation with Judy Tenuta with you in just a few minutes. I got tons of great feedback from people checking out Winning Time on HBO. Last week, episode 117, had the amazing opportunity to talk to Spencer Garrett, who plays Chick Hearn in the HBO show Winning Time, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty. Check out that interview if you haven't, especially if you're a Star Trek fan. Lots of great Star Trek The Next Generation stories in there, including some ditties on stuff he took from the set. I say took and not stole because we don't do that. That's an amazing interview and Spencer Garrett, amazing person. Also some cool stories about Quentin Tarantino in there. As excited as I was to complete my Happy Days trilogy, I do want to mention I'm about to complete the Love Boat trilogy as well, coming up soon. Keep an eye out for that, Love Boat fans. I love all the old shows. You know it. You can dig up the episodes with Isaac and Gopher. And we got one more coming your way. I'm going to keep it a secret and roll it out and surprise you. Speaking of happy surprises, there's 67 plus hours of crossing the streams waiting for you on the Jeff Dwoskin Show YouTube channel. Hours and hours of TV binge-watching suggestions await you. And here's the fun part. Join us live as we record them every Wednesday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook, YouTube, and the Twitter. You can chat along with us and have a good time while we discuss TV shows you should be binging. And every now and then, as you know, a bonus episode of Crossing the Stream shows up on this podcast. So, so many ways to feed your TV urges and needs. I'm here for you. I got you back. If you need even more proof of the power of crossing the streams, we suggested everyone watch CODA, the Academy Award-winning movie of the year, back in November of 2021. So, boom, there you go. We got your hand in all this. I do want to take a minute to thank everyone who supports the sponsors. When you support the sponsors, you're supporting us here live from Detroit, the Jeff Duoskin Show, and that's how we keep the lights on. Today's interview sponsor is me just talking about Judy Tenuta. I got a two for Tenuta for you. Check out her YouTube channel. Tons of great Judy Tenuta all over her YouTube channel. We talk a lot about it during the interview, but also... 
I want to mention up front, Desperation Boulevard. That's Judy Tenuta's movie. It's kind of having a little bit of a resurgence. You can stream it on Amazon Prime. Judy plays a former child star who tries to get her career back in Hollywood as an adult. Hilarity ensues, as you can imagine. We talk a lot about it during the interview, but I wanted to talk about it up front. Just kind of put it in your head as you get ready for my conversation with Judy Tenuta, which, whether you believe it or not, is coming up right now. All right, everyone, I'm so excited to introduce you to my next guest, comedian, actor, love goddess, daddy's little girl, Judy Tenuta. Judy, welcome to the show. How are you, Jeff? Yes. As you can see, I am surrounded by flowers because the goddess loves flowers and they make people happy. So that's what I wanted to do. And it is. It's making me very happy. It's a beautiful background. (laughs) Okay. I haven't mastered the green screen backgrounds yet for my video. Oh, oh, believe me. And watch this. Watch. You see the flower in my hair? Uh Uh, It's on this side. Watch it. It'll disappear if I see if I turn. (laughs) But it's okay. It's magic. Yeah, it is magic. It's uh, we got a lot to talk about. Want to talk about your movie that's having a resurgence, Desperation Boulevard. Want to talk about your kicking cancer's ass video. We could start there. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good, but I want all people to know that I am the love goddess Judy and I have my own religion, Judaism. And so in my my religion, there is no wall, there is no ban. And whether you are woman, man, or trans, I will bake your wedding cake. So that's pretty exciting. Well, let me let me ask you about uh, Judaism. I'm also a member of uh, the other Judaism. <laughs> How can I could be a member of Judaism I'm, with a wife? I'm thinking a, I, I'm thinking a, I could be well, a part of both. Your, you know, yeah, that's right. You don't have to lose your Judaism with an A, but I'm Judaism with a Y. Yes. So, are you an ordained minister? I am that. Yes, but you know, a lot of people can do that, I guess, online. But I did I do perform marriages. You know, I just performed one, oh, I don't know, six months ago. And but we have to do everything on Zoom, but it's fine. That's awesome. I'm an ordained minister also. It was see what I mean? Anybody can do it, Jeff. Anybody, but- I know, but my you know my favorite thing once I became ordained, it was Judy. I called my rabbi and I'm like, you know, we do weddings, you know, I do them just like you. <laughs> Oh, yeah. He's going to love that. He loved it. He loved it. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so uh, your your video, Kicking Cancer's Ass, I watch it. It's, uh, how are you feeling now? How are you doing? You seem great. You seem great. Did you enjoy it? I did. It's a great video. I loved, uh, not sure what the, uh, the the Hills Have Eyes kind of guy for the cancer. Yeah, they did a great job on on animating my who I'm fighting. And, you know, if I could just give a little little intro to that, you know, my I recorded first. You have to record the song, so I wrote the words in music, and then I brought it to my friend C.J. Vanson, who's a great musician and maestro, and he's worked on Christopher Guest movies like Best in Show. Oh God, all of them. I can't even. And so I took it, it to him, and then we he put in all the instrumentation. It was great. And once we got that done, it was a little bit before Thanksgiving, I brought it to my friend Mark and Craig, and they created the animation and then filmed me behind a a green screen at Craig's house and then also at my house. So we did it all 
the best way we could. And, but it's, I think it turned out really professionally and great. And, and, you know, the main thing, the main reason I did it, I want, I wanted people to know, first of all, there's a lot of people fighting cancer or else you have a friend or family member or someone close to you, or even just people that you care about that, that you may not know them that well, but you're, you're thinking of them that are going through this battle. My uh, motivation was, of course, I'm going through it. I wanted people to know that I'm still alive and that I'm kicking it. I'm fighting it. And I wanted people to know that you do have to put your gloves on and fight it. Do what your doctors say. I have great doctors, number one, uh, at UCLA. I'm going to give a shout out to all my doctors, Dr. Cohen and Alcantar, and all of my nurses, nurses I love. They do so much. You know, I don't know if you've ever had to be in the hospital, but let's give a shout out to them too. So I went through three rounds of chemo and then fill, uh, operation. And then in September, I was done with chemo. And so now I'm in partial remission. Yay, victory. Yay. So yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm glad about that. And of course, I want to encourage others who are not only going through it, but others who have family members that are going through it. So that you know, you know, so many people say to me, oh, oh, Judy, I was going to contact you, but I didn't know what to say. Don't be a coward. This is not about you. It's about the other person who's going through a tough, very tough health crisis. So text or call, text or call, that person and say, hey, I'm thinking of you at the bare minimum. I'm thinking of you. I'm rooting for you. Whatever you want to say, just to let them know that you're in their corner. It's really important. It's really important to be surrounded. I have I have friends that, uh, you know, call me every day <laughs> to see how I'm doing. And I say, well, I'm kicking cancer's ass. And uh, do you have a copy of it, by the way? The video? Yeah. I saw it on YouTube. But you can't play it now, right? Oh, right now? No, I can't. But I'll I'll link to it uh, in the show notes to make sure everyone can get to it. Yeah, Andrew? That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can get to it. By the way, letting people know, as long as we're talking about linking to things and watching things, I please subscribe to my YouTube channel because you, you're going to, for free, see at least 50 videos that are so fun and entertaining. So do that for free on Judy Tanuta YouTube. Yeah, so... Kicking cancer's ass, uh, I found out in uh, the end of March, beginning of April, I was feeling a little pain on my left side. And uh, I thought, oh, well, you know, maybe it's uh, my doctor at first, what she saw was a, a kidney stone, which I did have. But then as the, the MRI revealed, I had something else. So then she said, well, you're going to need to see the oncologist. And I, uh, so I went in, I saw the oncologist. I said, doctor, I feel fine. He goes, I know, I know, Judy, but look at the x-rays and this is what's going on. And this is what we're going to, and I had a cry, you know, it's normal. You know, you have to have a cry. But then I said, doc, I'm going to do whatever it takes. Let's kick cancer's ass. He goes, yeah. So that's why he they came up with the program very shortly after that. Two rounds of chemo operation, and then another round of chemo in August that went till yeah. So my last uh, chemo was September 16th, and now I, as I say, I'm in partial remission. So I just want to encourage everyone out there who's going through this. Listen to your doctors, okay? Stay positive. 
You've got to have a positive attitude. Every morning I wake up and I say, I am healthy, I am loved, and I am blessed. Yes, you have to have, I mean, I think you should say that every morning, whether you have a health challenge or not, because everybody's going through the pandemic. You know, that's a tough time. But on top of it, I happen to have this and there are others like it. So I just wanted to encourage them. And that's why I made this video. Well, you look great. Cancer definitely picked the wrong person to mess with. So um, <laughs> I'm glad. I hope everybody is the wrong person to mess with with cancer. Yes. It's, yeah. it's a great message, though, that you shared. It's so true how important it is just to reach out. It doesn't have to be a long message. It doesn't have to be anything. When people just hear from anyone, whether they're going through cancer or any anything. Diabetes, anything. Anything, yeah. just especially now uh, where it's so easy, just a Facebook message or text or anything like that, where it could just be a quick hit. When those things come in, it just yeah. it lights up anybody's day. So that's that's a great message in itself right there. Thank you, Judy. Well, no, thank you. I, you know, I just want people to feel that I'm cheering them on, that I'm rooting for them too, you know? So it's very tough. I, I'm not going to kid you. You know, when you start going through chemo, that was tough for me. I, you know, I lost my appetite. I couldn't drink anything for the first couple of days. And the doctor said, whatever you do, Judy, please try to drink water. Water is so important. So water is my best friend these days. I drink at least, what I do is I drink uh, seven, eight ounce glasses a day, plus a fruit juice or something of my choice. And, or, or you know, you can have soda too, but it's, you really want to have the pure water as well. You know, coffee doesn't count because if, it, if it's caffeinated, but hey, you know what? We should be, I didn't realize and everybody needs to hydrate. Everybody needs to hydrate and we forget, you know, that's why I try to keep my bottle. You can't see it. Oh, in front of me. So I don't forget. I hear you. I'm so bad at drinking water. I really oh, am. What do you drink, Jeff? Well, I have water here. It's just, it's so boring. You know what I mean? It's like, sometimes I buy that squirt stuff that goes in it, you know, like, and give it a little. Oh, yeah, yeah. It makes a little flavor. It makes yeah, a little flavor. Good. Yeah. And then it's easier to drink. No, no, that's fine. You know, that's good as long as you get some liquid like that. Minus the sugar, though. Sugar, we want to stay away. I, I'm just saying for people in my condition, they say sugar is not good. But we can still have a little cookie here and there, you know, things like that. So, but the interesting thing is when you're going through chemo, you lose your sense of like, I wanted no sweets. I couldn't eat, even eat them. So that was a first for me because I used to love, now I do, I do like cookies and, but you know, I don't crave it for anything. You know, it's just as for a treat if I want it, you know, it's a treat. I drive people crazy because like when I went through Weight Watchers, oh. I started watching my, what I was eating. And one sure. of the things they tell you, you know, there's a whole concept of the utility of the first bite. And then you're really just chasing that first bite, the feeling that you got from the first bite. Yes, that's how they addict you. Right. And you realize like even today for lunch, I had uh, my boyfriend knows that I love turkey dinner. So he got me that. By the way, I have to give a shout out to all the people 
who look after me, who pray for me, people who call me to see how I am. So I want to give a shout out to certain people, okay? So to V, my caregiver, my people who pray for me, Shelly and Dr. Joe and my friend Bob and, you know, my friends, Marsha and Sandy, who always check on me. I want to thank all of them, especially and everyone, by the way, who writes me lovely, beautiful, supportive messages on all social media, whether it be Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and Zoom, you know, please, like I say, YouTube, go to the YouTube and you'll see everything. But really, I really thank you from the bottom of my heart for being supportive of the goddess going through my journey, kicking cancer's ass. Kicking cancer's ass. That's right. Everyone definitely go to Judy's YouTube channel. I'll put a link in the show notes so you can jump right there or you can search uh, Judy Tenuta kicking cancer's ass in YouTube. Comes right up. Right there. Oh, yay. Oh, there you go. All right. Well, I'll be praying for you, Judy. I'll throw you in. Oh, my, thank you. I'll throw you in my prayers too. Thank you. I really appreciate any everything. And in return, I, I pray for everyone going through anything, you know, uh, just even people that don't, you know, that are feel, you know, any kind of conflict. We all have problems, you know. So I want to lift their spirits too. You are. All right. So uh, what else we got going on? Your movie's having a big resurgence from the late 90s. Movie Desperation Boulevard from 1998. I, I watched it. I watched it last night, actually, in prep. I wanted to. I, it's a great movie. But yeah, I, I, I'm going to let you kind of give the premise of it in a second. But I also watched yes. you promoting it on Donnie and Marie show. I could you see how much fun I had on this show? Can I I say you are people talk about Robin Williams? I watched a few of your like I saw you on the Joan Rivers show too. I watched an old clip. You are so funny on those shows. I mean, you're funny in general, but I mean, but to work it like you work it, where like I mean, I don't. It was so funny. I've never seen like I could tell Donnie Donnie didn't know what to do when you were doing the duck mouth thing and. I mean, it was just like, it was, I mean, yeah, I mean. That's why people have to look at YouTube and find all this stuff. But the thing is, what I do is I really go on kind of like a machine gun. I don't give up. I just keep, I just keep throwing uh, jokes out and uh, they can't, or observations, things that happen and they crack up, you know. So the idea is to enjoy yourself, number one, and, and make the host enjoy themselves. And so, yeah, that was, oh my God, I had so much fun with them. They are great. I love them. I love, let's talk about uh, all these wonderful people like Donnie and Marie, Joan Rivers. Oh my God. She was a mentor to me and she was fantastic. She would invite me on all of her shows, you know, starting with the Fox show, her, her first, you know, she was kind of, she was kind of like, she thought she would be taking over for Johnny Carson. Right. No, which was weird because she was always subbing for him. And then, but then she took a deal with Fox and got her own evening show. And I was lucky to be on there. And she was so wonderful and supportive. And I had a great set. And ever since then, that was back in 1986, just as I was starting to hit a little. Then I got on Letterman. Then I got on 87, I did Women of the Night, my first HBO special with those other wonderful women, you know, Paula Poundstone, Rita Rudner, and Ellen. Ellen DeGeneres, yep. And, you know, it was a real, it was just a wonderful, just a wonderful blessing. And it really helped me. And then 
Right after that, I became the spokes goddess for Diet Dr. Pepper commercials. And what I loved were these commercials were so well produced. They don't do anything like that anymore. Again, you can see those on my YouTube channel. So you can crack. I found a whole reel of them. I found the entire reel. I think I watched all of them. They are, yes. How did that come about? Did they come? They come because that's yeah. full Judy Tenuta. I mean, that was your. That was right. I mean, that was. Well, they went all how, in with you on those commercials. They did. Well, here's what happened: a gentleman by the name of Chris, who worked at Young and Rubicamp, saw my HBO special with the other women. It was called Women of the Night, and I really stood out. Like, wow, we need someone like that to promote. Who's going to really jump out at you? and be memorable like that. So I was very lucky. I get my, he called my manager and I want to thank my manager, Winston Simone, who, who went into, you know, who really, really sold them. They wanted me anyway, but you know, you have to still sell somebody. And, uh, and then we started filming them in, I want to say, ah, what was it in the summer of 80, 88, maybe. Yeah. Right after I did my HBO special, maybe it was the summer of 87, but, and oh my God, when those came out, I remember they premiered the first one on the 19, it was either the 87 or 88 Super Bowl. And oh God, it just, it was just great. It, you know, so I am really thankful. Oh, one of those was like a Super Bowl ad. Yes. Oh, wow. Oh, yes. So let me ask you. From the HBO specials or that, when people recognize you or when you started to be recognized in the street, was it from the Dr. Pepper commercial? Because only so many people, HBO is huge, but only millions oh. maybe saw that, but multiples oh, of that probably saw yeah, the commercial. It was more of the, yeah, a lot of people did, but more, even more so from the Diet Dr. Pepper, because you have to remember that commercial comes on every when it's in rotation, you know how often it comes on and people are like, look at that girl. I mean, she's like, yeah, you can't get a body like mine in a bottle unless you push real hard. You know, all these little catchphrases I had. And so I was, and and I have to say they spared no expense on the, that's why I really want people to go to my YouTube channel and see how beautifully they made these sets my costumes and makeup. It was wonderful. They did. They made each one like a mini movie. It was fantastic. They're high production value. I wrote down that what you just quoted. I wrote that down because when I was watching it, you deliver the line, but it's so funny because you don't, it took a second for me to realize, oh my God, that was the funniest thing I ever heard. Like, <laughs> also, you're watching me. And if I can give the scenario of that particular commercial, I'm in a gym outfit, but like a goddess, you know, with my goddess curls. Sure, sure. Got a, a Grecian kind of goddess gown on. And I, you know, those weights uh, that you, that, that are on a machine and, you know, you, you. Right. They you go, go up and down as you're doing up it. and down. I say, oh my God. Yeah. I have to pump up to stay petite. And then, and then I let go. And I say, that's why I drink diet. diet. And so you see that I wasn't really pumping up at all. <laughs> and um, that's why I drink diet Dr. Pepper. And I show that show it and I go, cause you can't get a. And then I say, this, say you can't get a body like mine in a bottle unless you push real hard. So I would have people coming up to me in the street, Judy, Judy, are you pushing real hard? <laughs> That was funny. Yeah, it was cute. Oh, that is that is Great. awesome. You don't. It's it's so funny. The I you don't. 
I'm, you know, when you're filming these things, you're kind of, you're in an enclosed area. So you don't think about uh, people, all the hundreds or millions of people that are going to see it. I mean, you, you sort of do, but it's kind of an abstract concept. But you realize it when you go out and, and yeah, you can't get about. They quote it to you, or they say it could happen. Uh, you know, whatever they say. It's awesome. It's awesome. So, what did it feel like when people started recognizing you? Like, what? What? what well, I <laughs> was mean, that a good? Oh my God! You know, there's nothing more. I mean, it just puts you in a hole. Oh my God! People actually, you know, they obviously enjoyed it. That's what I care about is that they enjoyed it and laughed. And I mean, oh my God, I, I had to unlist my number because I was getting called. I don't know how they found my number, but I had to unlist it because they were calling. People got a hold of my number somehow and they'd get on the phone. Yeah, you're in the Diet Dr. Pepper commercials. It could happen. Yeah, I had a, and I go, okay, well, thank you. You know, but I don't like, you know, I can't have like hundreds of people call <laughs> That goes even beyond just being recognized, though. That's that also represents the impact you had on pop culture, because for them to quote, it's one thing to be recognized. It's another thing for them to start quoting you and oh, like, yeah. and saying things back to you that you said. That's like a yeah. whole different level of that's, oh, that's a couple you. notches up. I didn't even think of it. like I just go, oh, my goodness. I mean, I didn't know what to think because I'd never gotten famous before. (laughs) No, so, but it's a wonderful thing and and I'm very grateful and thank you. But speaking of the Joan Rivers show, the the clip, which I encourage everyone should, this one was, I think, from 1990. It was funny because I I was reading the comments and and one of the comments said, never seen Joan laugh so hard. Oh, yeah. As a comic, right? That's the ultimate. If you can really, 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 really make another comic sincerely roll. That's what I mean about her. She was so supportive. But I think it was really from her heart. She wasn't just doing that. Yeah. So and we had a great time. By the way, can I just give so many kudos to her? She really treated all of her guests like royalty. Like backstage, she had not just uh, craft services. She had, it was a morning show. She had a chef making omelets, okay? I go, Joan, I'm coming on your show as Judy Tenuta, but by the time I leave with all this food, I'm going to turn into Roseanne. What's <laughs> going You know, it's like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I lost weight and crap, but I still got a blowhole. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, it was just hysterical. <laughs> No oh, man. Uh you doing Roseanne's voice is the funniest thing. Yeah. I I have a lot of wisdom and crap. <laughs> she would always <laughs> Oh my god, she cracked me up. But yeah. That is so funny. So yeah, everyone go look at that. You know, there's hilarious bits on Sonny Bono, uh Yoko oh, yeah! Ono, Bob Costas. That was hilarious. So uh so many funny things you guys can check out. There's a reason to go to Judy's YouTube channel right there, just for all that and that. And subscribe, yes. And subscribe. Thank you. Hit the bell. Hit the bell. Hit the bell. (laughs) Yeah. And for you, too. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, so Desperation Boulevard. How did this come about? This was written by the same person that wrote Meet the Parents. Yeah, Greg Liana. Thank you, Greg. 
Greg and I worked very closely together and he did a great job. And uh, I, you know, I, I did a little improvisation in there too, which is great. And we had a fantastic cast, as you could see. Now, if I could just give the premise, Desperation yep. Boulevard is based on, I play a former child star who will stop at nothing to make a comeback. And I am uh, brutally encouraged by my relentless manager played brilliantly by Academy Award nominee, Michael Lerner. I mean, he he just, well, he keeps saying, press, press, that's what you need, press. And he would get me to do all these crazy publicity stunts, hire a stalker, come out as a lesbian, do a, a commercial for Colin Cleanser, <laughs> rob a convenience store, you name it. You see all these things, they are hilarious, but the movie also has a lot of heart as well, because... It's really hard to make a transition from a child star. I've spoken to many, but I think the ones that I've spoken to, I I really relish the scene in that film where we have a card game between myself and some really legendary child stars like Ken Osmond, who was on the uh, Leave it to Beaver show. Eddie Haskell. Eddie Haskell. Yeah. Yeah. Mrs. Cleaver. Yeah. He was great. By the way, he, he of the other all four of them all together was the only one that's still living. So I bless all and pray for all those who were in it, who are no longer with it, us. And I want to name them. Ken Osmond is no longer with us. Erin Moran, who was wonderful. she I worked with her the most because we had scenes together. And of course, Dana Plato and God bless them all. And the only one still living is Burt Ward, who, as you know, played Robin in Batman. Yeah, I had him on the podcast. He was he was he was wonderful to talk to. Yeah, he's a sweetheart. Yeah, he's great. He was great. And they were all great. That's a really wonderful scene. I'm so happy that it's in there for Desperation Boulevard. It's a hilarious scene because you're all sort of while you're playing poker, kind of bragging about things you might have done. And then, and then, but then keeping it close, like Dana mentions that she's part of this, uh, I, I think a Comic-Con or some show. Yes. And then everyone's like, oh, how'd you book that? And she's like, I don't know. Actually, I don't know. You yeah, know me. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> the funny part is they protect their own. They're afraid that the other child actors are going to take their work. So that's why she, oh, I don't know. Have no clue. Right. You know, <laughs> the, the threads with Aaron Moran throughout the movie are hilarious. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love working with her. She was a sweetheart and God bless her. So happy that that I was the executive producer, which means I also put my own money into it because I really believed in it. And, you know, I am not if you look at me, I am not really easily typecast. I have to become but I think a great actor becomes that like Jared Leto to me is a great actor. When I first saw him in House of Gucci, I didn't know it was him. And it took me I go, Oh, my God, that's Jared Leto. That's a great actor. When you don't know, I like I said, no, I, I agree. He's amazing. And no, and no offense. It's I can I if I can just talk about the Academy Awards for a minute. They were all great who were nominated, but I thought it was a big uh, omission that they did not nominate Jennifer Hudson, who was who else could have played Aretha? Who can sing like that? Who has the emotional range to play all those emotional? She was fantastic, and to get left out, I don't, I don't get it. I have to see that movie still. It's on my list, oh Aretha, because Aretha's a you know Detroit, so. Oh my God, you've got to see so many things that I didn't know 
about her, but starting as a child, you know, she was a, she could play the piano and just, you know, the music, the music really just like it, like comedy with us heals you because she had a very tough childhood, very, oh my God, you know, I don't even know how to get into it, but I don't want to give away what she went through. And then to come out like Aretha Franklin, oh my God. And Jennifer Hudson just did it perfectly. She was great. I think, I wish she would have been nominated. She was great in Dreamgirls that she did win the Oscar oh, for. Well, she, yeah. she won the Oscar. Oh my God. When she said, and I, when she sang, and I'm telling you to this day, I cannot watch that without crying. I mean, what a, oh my God. She is just a powerhouse of emotion and just a what a voice you right. know eddie murphy got robbed on that one he should have won the oh, he should have won well, for I, that. I agree i agree you know and then sometimes they get like this time no offense to olivia coleman she's a great actress but uh, i mean i think jennifer hudson should have been there and <laughs> i'm just saying mm-hmm. no really because that movie no whatever, I, I, I hear you i hear you no comparison. Speaking of great acting, Judy Tenuta in Desperation Boulevard. It's it, uh, you, it's not the on stage persona. So no, if anyone's no. like, it was a completely different. Yes, yes. But like I say, it's very funny, and it's it really does hit on what child actors go through. And at the same time, it's it's got a lot of heart too. You know what I mean? It's not just. Yeah. No, I loved it. It's. It has all the feels and it's, it's definitely, it's on Amazon prime. Yes. You, can, you can rent it. It's a dollar 99 and I think SD and then, yeah, but you know, go for that extra buck and get it in HD. Go for it. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> it remind, it reminded me of a time with a Halloween party uh, for yeah. work and I had to dress up and I thought, <laughs> and, and reminded me of it when I was watching the movie is I took my kids Hogwarts costumes that they had. Oh. So I put it on. So it was clearly too small. I went as that concept. I went as Harry Potter at my age as a guy oh. who couldn't let go of being the young Harry Potter. If you can picture oh. that. No, I can picture. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. By the way, I love all that stuff too. But uh, yeah, yeah. Honestly, if you go if, rent Desperation Boulevard, but also if let's say you don't even have $2 or whatever, just please subscribe to my YouTube channel. You'll have hours of fun, right? Absolutely. I, I still say go rent Desperation Boulevard. I mean, the whole price of admission is worth it for that when your manager convinces you to become a lesbian or come out as a lesbian, <laughs> and then you have to convince two women that you are a lesbian. Yeah, they didn't even believe. They go, we don't believe you. That scene alone is worth the price of admission. (laughs) That whole. (laughs) Because you see, I really start to panic, right? (laughs) I I mean, me as the character. I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, what am I going to do? You know, so then you see, I don't want to give away anything, but you got to see. Right, right, right. It's it's hilarious. So one of the things in the movie is uh, you pitch colon cleanser and Weird Al Ah! Yankovic is in that. Oh, I love Weird Al. Thank you, Al. And I want to give a Al also, I did his very first uh, TV show, The Weird Al Show, and I got to play his, I did at least seven or eight episodes as Madam Judy, his psychic friend. And my gift as a psychic was that I could only predict the present. <laughs> so I would look at him and say, Al, oh, oh, so many revelations. Oh, you are wearing a green shirt. You know, so I would just tell him what's you know happening right there. So it was really fun. A great, 
great experience. That is yeah. so funny. So are you two the only people that use accordions in their act? Are there more? Well, uh, I mean, outside of polka. I mean, like in the... Yeah, yeah. but that's a whole separate thing. See, people... <laughs> well, no, no, no. Because people tend to confuse me as an actual real uh, person that goes out and plays the accordion for... Co- no, I don't do that. I am a comedian and the accordion is my... It's like my little... Uh, it, it's like my suit of honor that I punctuate things with. Also, I'm very musical. So I make up my songs, the Pope song, my dad. I have a lot of songs. Kicking Cancer's Ass, you know, just many things. You can see them all on YouTube again. And so I was very grateful that when I was a child, I was eight years old and my parents said, you know, when you're eight years old and uh, I, I saw the accordion and I said, mom, I want that. Well, a kid doesn't understand what that really, I thought of it as a toy. And my mom said, okay, Judy, but every day you must practice. Now I didn't really know what that, I mean, I knew what she meant, but I didn't think she was going to hold me to it. Oh, are you kidding me? I was ready to play with my friends. She goes, Judy Lynn, that's my middle name. Judy Lynn, get in the house. You've got to play your accordion. So, and uh, you know, you don't say no when you're seven and a half or eight years old. So I go in and go, mom, you know, and then she put me in the room and I'd practice and I want to thank you so much for making me do that. <laughs> you know? So yeah. funny. So um, I know you got to wrap up, but one last question. Yes! So how cool is it for you to be the first female stand-up to win oh. Best Female Comedian? Oh, well, that was at the American Comedy Awards in 1988, I want to say. I was so beyond thrilled and honored. And the big honor, it was presented to me by the great George Carlin, comedy icon, legend. Uh, you know, And I was lucky enough that summer, just before the awards, to tour with him. I opened for him. Oh my God. He requested me. He called my manager and said, I'd, I'd really like to, you know, have Judy open for me. If, and I go, hell yeah. <laughs> so, you know, the great, oh, come on. What an had, honor. What an honor. Wow. What an honor. And he was so much fun as well. In the limo, when we would go to the various venues, he would, we would joke around. We both love to do voices. You know, I love to do voices because, you know, I can talk like Roseanne and crap, or, you know, or I can do some accent, or I am from somewhere else, or, you know, or I can be snooty or whatever. And George, too, we would do that in the car so much. We would go back and forth with these crazy voices. His manager turned around and said, Would you two behave? And George says, No, we're comedians. This is our job. So it was great. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. You have so many great stories. I uh, Maybe you'll come back one day. We could talk even more. Sure. But I appreciate you swinging by. It was such oh, an honor to talk to you. Thank you so much, Jeff. This was fun. Thank you. I appreciate you. And everyone out there who watches Jeff and, you know, I showcased my various projects. But also, most importantly, it comes from love. You know, you have to really love one another, be kind, be good to yourself, right? And be try to stay positive every morning. I don't know what your mantra is, but I wake up, I am. I am healthy, I am loved, I am blessed, you know? And you start with that, whatever your mantra, and then you just start the day like that. And then my friends start calling me, Judy, you know what you're doing today? And I go, what? I'm still sleeping. And they go, no, you are kicking cancer's ass. <laughs> so, you know, it really helps. 
really helps. Well, keep kicking cancer's ass. We're all praying for you, Judy. Thank you. I'll have you back. You'll come back. We'll have fun. Yes. Thank you so much, Jeff. Everybody out there, it could happen. <laughs> Thanks, Judy. Thanks, Jeff. Oh, my goodness. If I could tell young Jeff Dewaskin that one day you'd be talking with Judy Tenuta, I would have been so happy. She has cracked me up so much throughout the years. I'm so happy she came on the show to share her current journey with us. I'm so happy she's in partial remission and feeling great and doing well. And I wish her continued, continued success in kicking cancer's ass and staying healthy. Many more laughs lay ahead from Judy Tenuta, I am sure. Definitely check out her movie, Desperation Boulevard. You can stream that on Amazon Prime. And please check out her YouTube channel. That's one great way to support Judy right now. I personally was pretty excited about the Diet Dr. Pepper deep dive we did. I was pretty... I was pretty happy with that part of the interview. That was very interesting to me. I hope you enjoyed it as well. Also, I have to say, I'm drinking a lot more water now. I consciously go out of my way to drink more water. So thank you, Judy. Well, with the interview over, it can only mean one thing. That's right. It's time for a trending hashtag from the family of hashtags at hashtag roundup. Follow hashtag roundup on Twitter at hashtag roundup. Download the free, always free, doesn't cost a penny. Hashtag Roundup app from the Google Play Store or iTunes App Store. Download the app, receive a notification, play along, and one day one of your tweets may show up on a future episode of Live from Detroit, the Jeff Dewaskin Show. Fame and fortune await you. Today's hashtag is hashtag it's my mantra from Healing with Hashtags. We all have to have a phrase that guides us. And Twitter took to the hashtag, hashtag it's my mantra. And here are some to inspire you. Don't worry, be happy and play hashtag games. I told you. Do unto others as you'd want them to do unto you. Never for money, always for love. A little mischief now and then never hurts. These are some great hashtag it's my mantra. Hopefully you're getting inspired along the way. Here's some more. Less barking, more wagging. Serenity now! Music is life. A strong spirit transcends rules. Life is too short for boring socks. So true, so true. I'm happy and I know it. Say that to yourself every day. Just keep swimming. Great advice. You're not the boss of me. And our final hashtag, it's my mantra. I'm going to make them smile till I leave this rock. From the late, great Shanzo. All right. Well, that wraps up the hashtag game for this episode. Tweet your own hashtag. It's my mantra. Look for all the ones I read at Jeff Dewaskin show on Twitter. Retweet them, like them, show them some love. Tweet your own hashtag. It's my mantra. Tag at Jeff Dewaskin show. I'll show you some Twitter love. This is where I'd normally start my sign-off, but I first want to play a little bit of Judy Tenuta's Kicking Cancer's Ass for you. As you listen, put out good vibes to Judy and anyone in your life that needs some healing. Find the whole song and video on YouTube, on Judy Tenuta's YouTube channel. Subscribe, listen, and check out the cool video we talked about in the interview. Here's a little snippet, and then I'll say my goodbyes. Kicking cancer's ass. I'm kicking cancer's ass. Everyone who's 
mascot is kicking cancer's ass. I'm kicking cancer's ass. I'm kicking cancer's ass. We're whipping it. We're licking it. We're kicking cancer's ass. All right. If I hope everyone who needs to be is kicking cancer's ass. I do want to thank once again my amazing guest, Judy Tenuta, for joining me today. And of course, I want to thank all of you for coming back week after week. It means the world to me. And I'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Jeff Dwoskin Show with your host, Jeff Dwoskin. Now go repeat everything you heard and sound like a genius. Catch us online at thejeffdwoskinshow.com or follow us on Twitter at Jeff Dwoskin Show. And we'll see you next time.